Chapter 3 Yaya Filio shifted in the wheelchair, one hand pressed hard against her side. Her breaths were short and shallow, accompanied by sounds that would have been hilarious were we not in hospital. I tried mum on her mobile again. No answer. Yaya suggested I call Peter. Jesus, what's he going to do? He's crazy, I said, scrolling through my phone contacts for Simon's number. My grandmother slapped my fingers with her free hand. Me paisafto, she said, Greek for don't do that. It was just us in the cramped room, sandwiched between the door and the desk. Why not? Who's listening, I asked. Yaya pointed up to the ceiling. While most people imagined God as some lovable old guy with a booming voice and a thing for white mamas, Yaya imagined him as the Eye of Sauron. You kiss her, she whispered. Who? Maria, Yaya said. You know sick and I know stupid. Ah, oh, ah, oh, yeah. Bravo, Sue, she tapped my cheek affectionately. I grimaced. Eh? Tea? I don't think she likes me. The triage nurse came in and shut the door. Sorry about the wait, she said, squeezing past and taking a seat at the desk. She peered at the computer screen and then over to Yaya. Your file, yo? Feel yo, I corrected. Felicity, basically, and I'm her grandson, Bill. Right, so what's happened? My grandmother and I were at church down the road. When she stood up at the end of the service, she started to feel faint. And she lost consciousness? Briefly, I'd been told. Only for a second, Yaya said. Did someone catch her as she fell? Did she hit her head on the way down? I didn't have an answer. The nurse was watching me expectantly. I should have been there. I should have been there to catch her. It wasn't possible for me to feel any worse. I fall a little bit and Nico catch me. I know hit. It was the first I'd heard of Nico. I was relieved, but not any easier on myself. Has she been fasting? The nurse asked, typing into the form. Lent? Yeah, I said. But... She's had this pain in her side that suddenly got worse. It hurt here, Yaya said. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah, just where she's pushing. The nurse was blunt. Don't push it. Yaya immediately released the spot. For how long? The nurse asked. We looked at my grandmother while she waited up. One week, maybe two. Yaya, why didn't you? Can she explain the pain? The triage nurse asked me before turning to Yaya. Is it sharp? Yaya nodded. Are you experiencing any burning? Little burn, she said. All right. The nurse was typing with two index fingers. Does your grandmother have any allergies? No, Yaya said. Yes, penicillin. My grandmother nodded. Ani afto. I asked if the nurse knew what it could be. Lots of things, she said. Burning suggests some kind of infection in or around the kidney, but there could be something causing that. Kidney stones, perhaps? No, no stone, Yaya said. 
The triage nurse smiled a fraction. I'm sending you back to the waiting room now, she said. I'll give you two painkillers. She looked at me. Do you have any older relatives you could call? When mum got to the hospital, she wanted the play-by-play. The details were a little fuzzy, seeing as I wasn't actually there, but I talked her through everything as quickly as I could. Yaya didn't feel well. She made a scene. They got the priest to get me. Why did the priest need to get you, mum said? Where were you? Yaya gripped her side. Ah! (laughs) It was enough to distract mum for a few seconds. When she turned back to me, she said, and then what happened? Could have sworn Yaya winked. One of the junior priests led us through the back and drove us around the corner, I said, hurriedly recapping the night's events to get as far away from the why weren't you there line of questioning as as possible. We registered at reception, saw the triage nurse just before I got through to you. And she's had a sharp pain in her side and they think it's her kidney. Some kind of infection or stones, I said. No stone! Yaya was adamant. For how long, Mum asked? One week, possibly two. That was when Mum and Yaya started. Mum wanted to know why Yaya had kept it a secret. Yaya wanted to know why Mum was raising her voice. Mum started waving her forearms as she spoke. Yaya did too. The guy sitting opposite me with his hand wrapped in bloodied paper towels looked over like he pitied me. Yaya huffed and looked away. And why aren't we in a room, Mum asked. We're waiting. Did you do it right? Did you tell the triage nurse everything, she asked me. I don't know, I think. Do you know how long it'll be? They didn't say. Did you ask reception? I don't think they knew. Mum was agitated. Simple things, Bill. Think to do them. It was hard not to take it personally. Sorry, I was too busy getting her to hospital to, you know, think to do the right thing, I snapped. Mum exhaled. Her shoulders sagged. Really, Bill? Now? She had a point. Probably not the right time to be a smartass. Sorry. Mum eased into the vacant seat beside me. You look pretty, Yaya told her. Thanks, Ma. How did it go? I asked. It was okay. I gave out my number to a few potentials and mum's voice changed up a notch. One was really handsome, which is nice. My grandmother asked if his house was big. I didn't go back to his house, mum said. Yaya shrugged. Eh, kaito fiscolo, then ein kalo, she said. It translated to eh, and the difficult isn't good. There's an icebreaker, and then there's your grandmother chastising your mother for not putting out. I couldn't not laugh at it, and when I did, it was with my whole body. Soon, breathing was a challenge. My sides split and my eyes watered. I looked to mum, who was collapsed in her seat, gripping her stomach and wheezing, and for a moment, we weren't in a hospital waiting room. The blissful ignorance lasted around 40 seconds. Yaya smacked her lips together and closed her eyes. Oh, 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 she muttered. Just breathe, Ma. Yaya nodded. Mum placed a hand on my thigh. Thanks for bringing her, she said eventually. Well, I was thinking of just leaving her. Mum shook her head. Don't. Right. I smiled. She did too. Then she made a face like she was extremely uncomfortable, 
reached into her bra and removed her chicken fillets. Mum's return to the dating world had been a sudden one. For years, she'd been the sole parent, deftly juggling work and her motherly duties. Dating appeared to be the furthest thing from her mind until one night over veal parmigiana, she announced that it was time she started looking for someone. And looking for someone meant makeup and chicken fillets, expensive dresses and salon haircuts. Ugh, that's better, she said. She went to put them in her clutch, then realised she couldn't stuff two breast enhancers in there. One, maybe, but not two. She glanced around and her eyes fell on my jacket. Can I? She put one in each of my pockets. We went quiet. There weren't many places a conversation could go after the removal of chicken fillets, but I felt like I needed to fill the silence with something that let her know I supported her romantic pursuits. Something light, though, because there was a fine line between supportive and creepy. So tonight wasn't a complete bust then. It was all right, Mum said. I don't think she got the joke, so I tried explaining. No, I got it. Mum swept her hair up and looked over at reception. There was a nurse scowling down at a piece of paper. She wore the look of someone confronted with too many vowels and no idea how to string them all together. Filio Ianadu, she said, or at least that's what she was trying to say. I have no idea how to spell what she actually pronounced. Mum waved the nurse over, although there was no need. Yaya was clearly the only Filio Ianadu in the room. The nurse approached and introduced herself, then explained that Yaya was going to be taken to a treatment room to be put on a morphine drip and have blood samples taken. Mum took control of the wheelchair. I've got it from here, she told me. Get some rest. I, there's nothing you can do, she said. One of us might as well sleep tonight. You go, Yaya said, gripping my hand. Christos Anesti, it meant. Christ has risen. I replied automatically, Alithos Senesti. Indeed, he had. She released my hand as mum wheeled her on through and they disappeared behind the swinging double doors. <laughs>